Hello and welcome to another episode of Music and Vibes. I'm your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. Guys, today is wonderful. It's cold outside, but it's a beautiful day. And I am just so excited and happy to be here talking to you. I know that you guys probably have had a busy week, as usual. But you know, that's just a part of life. And I'm happy and thankful for busy weeks. The holidays are coming up. Yes, I'm excited. Because you know how that works out during the end of the year. You get Thanksgiving. Then a month later, you get Christmas. Then a week later, you get New Year's. So holiday season is almost in full swing. I'm excited. Can't wait for it to start. I actually want to put up a Christmas tree now, but I'm trying to contain myself just a little. I'm like, Kiana, let's have Thanksgiving. And then once you have Thanksgiving, then let's do Christmas. Because I'm one of those people who always who's always talking about people like, why are they getting ready for Christmas already? Thanksgiving, it hasn't even started yet. Like, I even mentioned it when I went in the store the other day. Because at Walmart, if anyone shops at Walmart, you know Christmas stuff is up already. And it's just, they have, at our Walmart, they have a sign that says, well, at the time I looked at the sign, it was like 54 days to tell Christmas. I was just like, well, we haven't even had Thanksgiving. They do have pies and Thanksgiving food out now, but they had the Christmas stuff up way before they even thought about Thanksgiving or pies or anything like that. So I'm the person, I'm always like, well, guys, let's just wait for Christmas. Let's wait for Thanksgiving first. Let's do one holiday at a time and then let's do Christmas. But for some reason, I'm super excited about Christmas and I want to go put my tree up. I want to decorate. I want to do all that stuff. And it is just... November the 13th. So I'm going to try to contain my enthusiasm just a little bit until after Thanksgiving. And then I'm actually going to start decorating ahead of time. Typically, I usually start decorating the Christmas tree and everything. Maybe, if I'm good, the week before Christmas. But most likely, it's always like two days before Christmas. Okay, it's because I'm really cheap. If you want to buy a Christmas tree, the best time to do it... (laughs) It's like a couple of days before Christmas because they start to cut prices and it's cheaper. So yeah, I typically wait until then so that I can get a cheaper Christmas tree. And then I'm just like, well, we decorate it. And then I put the kids' gifts under the tree. I never do it in advance because my kids will touch it. They may tear a little bit off the sea. They might shake it. And I know they're going to do all this stuff because I used to do that whenever... We had around Christmas. I used to do the same thing, especially when I went to my aunt's house. They had tons of gifts out, and I'd make sure my arms weren't looking, and then I'd sneak into the living room and try to guess what I had by shaking the box. And Okay, sometimes I did like put a little tear in it so I could see. I didn't do it often because I knew if I got, if they found out, I would not get that gift. But you know, it's just like you do that sometimes. And so, Knowing my kids, I do not want that to happen. So I never, ever, ever put the Christmas gifts out early. I put them out, I usually wrap them on the 23rd, and then I put them out on the 24th, and then I usually let them open one gift the night before. Now, sometimes if if they really give me their sad puppy eyes, I may let them open two or three, but then that's the end of it. And then they open the rest of the gifts the next day. So that is what I do. So there's really no need for me to have a tree up the whole month of December because I don't even use it until near the end of the month anyway. And whenever we decorate our trees, we do have the ornaments and everything, but we mostly have candy on like candy canes and different colors. So all my kids literally do when I put the tree up really early, 
they just eat all the candy canes off the tree. And even if I put it up a week before Christmas, they do the same thing. So that's why I try to wait so that we can still have the whole Christmas look and everything. But I'm just so excited this year. I may have to go with the flow and put the Christmas tree up the day after Thanksgiving. All right, not the day after. We'll get fin- we'll get finished with the Thanksgiving food, um, Black Friday shopping and everything. Which I plan to do online, so I may wait for Cyber Monday. It just depends. I'm all about the prices. I'm all about the sales. I don't think that you should compromise what you want by paying less for it. I think you can get what you want, but just pay less. I just do not like paying a whole bunch of money for my kids' stuff because they break things easily. And even with a warranty, they break it. Like last year, for example, my daughter Megan, she got a drone for Christmas. That's what she wanted. So she talked about so I got her this drone, and she went outside. She was playing with the drone. This is on Christmas Day. So she's outside on Christmas Day playing with the drone, and then she lost it. Yeah, it went up on a roof somewhere, and we cannot find it. We haven't seen that drone since Christmas of last year. So I was not really that upset because I did see some drones for like $70, 90 100 and higher. But knowing my kids, I was just like, and I talked to a friend because she told me that her grandson, she went on this expensive drone and he crashed it the same day he got it. So she's like, Kiana, if you're going to get your kid a drone, get her the small one that's for like 20 bucks or whatever. And then if she is good with that one, you can upgrade. So I took her advice. Thank God I did because that drone was gone. It was lost. So she played with it for maybe 45 minutes and then we can no longer find the drone. So that's how that worked out. So what I typically do is I find good gifts, gifts that they like, gifts that they enjoy. And we also have a list that they write. I tell them, give me your top 10 things that you want. The first three are ones you can't live without. The rest of them, are ones you want, you don't have to have. If you get it, it's great. If you don't get it, you're fine. So we do that, and then I pick from that list of things. And we just get, I try to at least do five or seven. That's just because I used to go overboard at Christmas. I used to get them so many toys and so many gifts, especially when they were younger, until it was just like a free-for-all. All you look, you would just look around the living room and you just see toys. And the crazy thing is they never played with half the toys that I got them. And if they did, they played with it for that one day and they put them up. And then I was stuck with all these toys that no one played with. So what I've decided to do, I think I, like five years ago, what I started to do was cut down the amount of gifts. So I started off with getting 12 things. Okay, that was my cut down, 12 veins. And then after 12 veins, I was like, nope, we can cut down even more. So I went to 10. And then I keep saying I'm going to go to five. Like five good, expensive gifts that they want. But I've never really gotten there because there's always something else they want to add. And I'm a sucker for my kids. So when they're just like, mom, this would really be fun. Then I was like, okay, maybe I can get them this and I just won't tell them. So that is typically what happens. So what I have done in the past is seven. I can work with seven. All right, this year I did add one more thing, so it's eight. But I'm not going to add anything else. And it's eight things that they're going to like. Not all eight things are extremely expensive or anything. 
because that would just be crazy for me to do that. But it's things that they want, things that they like. So we're going with the eight things. And so this year I told them, if you add something else to the list, then you're going to have to take something off because I'm not going over eight. <laughs> so that is what we do. So we're going to have the eight things. And I'll probably go shopping online because they have a lot of good things, a lot of good sales, a, good, a lot of good prices online. And it takes away the hassle for me going to the store, going online, picking it up, then try to hide it. See, when they send it to you and they ship it to you online, it's already in a box. So you don't even have to worry about hiding it from your kids. I just take the package, put it in the closet, and you know what? They can look at it. They can see what exactly what it, what they want to look at in the closet because all you see is like a brown box with my name on it and the address. So yeah, you know it's a gift, but you don't know whose gift it is. You don't know what it is. That is how I start to do things now so that There's no way they are figuring it out what I got them. One year, they did figure out what I got them. I was so annoyed. I bought them a dollhouse because they wanted one. I hid it in my stepson's closet. And they never, ever go in Micah's closet. They never go in his room. One day, on this particular day, the same day I got the dollhouse, they happened to go in Micah's room and they just... For some reason, they went in the closet, and they're like, ah, a dollhouse, we got a dollhouse for Christmas. So, you know, by then, I'm just like, fine, take it out, play with it, whatever. So, that's why I do the boxes that I order online. I have all the things shipped to me, and I put them in the house, and we just go like that. That way, no one sees anything, no one knows anything, and they still can be surprised. So I'm excited about Christmas. But of course, you know that because I just spent all this time telling you about Christmas plans and Christmas ideas. But I'm going to have to like, I'm going to try to contain myself and I'm going to try not to talk about Christmas so much because we still have Thanksgiving to go through. And for Thanksgiving, I am excited about that holiday as well. This year, I'm going to try to do my vegan Thanksgiving feast. I don't expect a lot of people to eat it, but I my, I think my kids are warming up to the whole eating healthy vegan idea because they have been eating a lot of the things that I buy, like the plant-based vegetarian meat. They've been eating that. I even bought some cheese that was like, it's made out of nuts. It's I don't know. It's called nut cheese or something, but it was made out of nuts, had like a garlic flavor, and it was really good. I didn't think they would like it. And normally it is $7.99. Now that's a lot for a little thing of nut cheese. But I got it because first, as I always say, it was on sale. It was $3 instead of 8 And I was like, well, it's just going to be me. So I can put it as a spread on my sandwiches and I can go from there. So I ate it. And so after I ate my sandwich, my kids happened to see me and the older two, Kenny and Megan, they're like, mom. What is that? I was like, oh, this is some nut. I was like, this is nut cheese and it's made from nuts and it's vegan and it's plant based. I was like, I don't. And they're like, oh, I want to try. So, of course, I let them because I didn't think they would like it. They liked it. So now I have no more of that cheese. And so I probably need to either I need to wait till it goes on sale again because $8 for a pack of cheese is quite a lot. Or if I do not wait, where is it going to sell? We got to figure something out. But they're eating a lot of my vegan stuff. So I'm thinking that for Thanksgiving, I may need to cook a little extra because they may eat it. Now, we have friends coming over, and I doubt they're going to eat the vegan Thanksgiving meal, which is fine. I just need to do it for me. So we're going to have everything else, the regular Thanksgiving spread for everybody else. And then for me, I'll probably do the 
vegan thing. And I'm going to try to take pictures and post this so you guys can see how it works out. And I'll tell you when I did something good, and I'll tell you when I did something didn't go as well. So we will just do that. But I'm excited. So yeah, I'm excited about the holidays. I'm excited about spending quality time with the kids, my husband, just having a good time. All right. Since it is November 13th, I'm going to calm all of this holiday stuff down, and I'll talk to you about it in maybe a couple of weeks. But guys, if you have any holiday traditions or any holiday meals that you want to talk about, if you're just as excited about Thanksgiving and Christmas as I am, and you just want to talk about the recipes, the things you want to do, places you want to go, gifts you want to get your kids, then I am the one to talk to. So just head over to the Music and Vibes Facebook page and message me. And tell me all of these wonderful plans that you have for the holidays. I know it's early. If everyone who laughs about us talking about us so early, it's fine. One day you'll catch holiday fever. But for those of you who have the holiday fever, please message me and talk to me about all things Christmas and Thanksgiving. I can't wait to hear from you. Today on the podcast, I want to talk to you about what you should do if you feel like you deserve better. Now, I know it's kind of weird to say if you deserve better because a lot of people are just like, I've heard a lot of people say you don't deserve anything, you earn it, whatever. I don't buy that. I think that if you feel that you deserve better, it's because you probably do deserve better. Now, what we're going to talk about specifically is if you feel like you deserve better in your relationship. It doesn't even matter whether you're married or if you're dating, but I know that at some point in our relationships, we all come to this point where we realize that we are in a relationship that is not exactly where we want it to be and that we deserve it better and that we want better. Now, it doesn't matter if you've been married for 10 years or more or if you just realize that as a couple, you guys are just going through the routines of marriage and not actually enjoying the journey. Or you could be a couple who have been dating for a year or two and then you realize that the people you are with may not be the person you want to be with in the next five years. So then, of course, you have a decision to make. Or you might be in a situation where you are engaged and you realize that you and your fiancé are starting to fall into a, the routine of planning the wedding and that you're not spending enough quality time with each other. Whatever the case may be, maybe you have found out that you're in a relationship where you deserve better. Now, if this person is you, then congratulations. You have identified that you deserve better in your relationship. And please, don't feel bad about saying that you deserve better because you do deserve better in your relationship. Just like your spouse or significant other deserves better in their relationship as well. All of us deserve better in our relationships. But sometimes we are the last ones to admit it to ourselves. Why is that? Why is it so hard for us to admit to ourselves that we deserve better in our relationships when people around us can see it and they can see that we deserve better in our relationships well it could be for a couple of reasons um one reason is because you're afraid to admit that you deserve better in your relationship because you're afraid that by saying it out loud, it's going to affect your marriage or it means some bad thing. Some people think that if you say you deserve better in your relationship, that's just your way of saying, I need to get rid of my spouse and find a better person. That's not what it means. So if you feel like you deserve better, please don't think that you are saying that you want a different spouse or anything like that. 
That's not what that means. It's just saying that you've recognized that there are some things in your relationship that you want to be better and it would improve the quality of your relationship with your significant other or spouse. That's all it's saying. So do not feel nervous to say that. Now, some people may also feel nervous about saying it because they have a low self-esteem. And they just think, well, this is what I've got. This is what life has dealt me. This is my, the choice that I made to marry this person. So whatever our relationship evolves into, that's just what I have to accept. And I want to tell you that is a myth. That is a lie. That is not true. You don't have to accept the state that your marriage has fallen into if it's not a good place for you to be. And if it's a place where you feel like you're not appreciated um, or that you deserve better. You do not have to stay in that type of relationship. Now, I am not telling you, so before anyone starts to think that, okay, I am telling you that what you need to do is leave your spouse and go find a relationship that you deserve. I'm not telling you to leave anybody, okay? So don't get it. Don't get it messed up. Don't get it twisted. I'm not saying to leave your spouse and go find somebody else. What I am saying that, you do deserve better and that I believe just like anything else with relationships that it needs work and just because your spouse is not giving you what you may need or want right now does not mean that your spouse that your spouse will never give you what you need emotionally or physically now as I always like to say life and relationships are a collection of memories and moments some moments are good some memories are good. Some moments are bad. Some memories are bad. But none of these moments or memories will last forever. And just like the one moment, just like one moment may not be so good, the next moment could be amazing. And this is what makes life and relationships so hopeful and resilient. Now, let me take some time to point out that your spouse's significant other may not be purposely not giving you what you deserve in your relationship. Maybe they just don't know how to give you what you need, or they don't know what you need from them. You would be surprised at how many couples go through life thinking that all is well with their spouse and their marriage is amazing just to find out that their spouse is not happy in the marriage. It's one thing to recognize that you deserve more in your marriage or your relationship, but what can you do about it? How can you get what you think you deserve? Well, the answer to that question is easy. The answer is to just tell your spouse what you need. Yep, that's it. Communication. Communicate to them what you need because they can't read your mind. They don't know. You have to tell them. Now, I know there is someone listening to the podcast saying, Kiana, I've tried that. It didn't work. Well, if you are saying that, then my question to you is, how did you ask them for what you needed? Did you go to your spouse or significant other in a frustrated way and tell them, or should I say, attempt to tell them what you needed? If you did that, then yeah, let me just be the first to say, it did not work. And I agree with you. It didn't work. I used to do that too. I used to wait until I got frustrated and then I want to go and tell people what I need. And then they can't even hear what I need because it's not coming out the way I intended it for it to come out because I'm just so frustrated. I remember when I was a kid, my mom used to always tell me, she used to say, Kiana, it's not what you say, but it's how you say it. So, since it is all about delivery of your request, let's spend some time right now 
talking about the best ways for you to ask for what you need in your relationship. Now, I just want to point out that when you are talking to your spouse or significant other about what you need from them, it is always best to start off that conversation with giving a straightforward description of the need that you want to address. So you need to leave out the accusatory statements. You need to leave out blaming statements. Leave out analogies because I'm just going to be honest. I love analogies. I use them all the time. And no, people do not understand what I'm trying to say because they're trying to figure out my analogies. All right, I love them, just not good with them. So you could be like me. You could love analogies. You just may not be good with them. Or you might be good with analogies. But what if your partner doesn't understand analogies? So then you're just like speaking another language because they don't know what you need and that you're even referring to yourself. So leave out the analogies. Or, and also leave out your interpretation of the situation and just describe the need in a factual way. For example, if you feel like your spouse is overspending and causing a problem financially, instead of telling your husband or wife how irresponsible he or she is because they're spending way too much money, you should probably say something like this. You should say, hey, um... This month, we're over budget by maybe $500 or whatever it is. You have to put in the amount. But I'm just going to say for the purpose of the conversation, 500 bucks. So you're like, hey, this month, we're over budget by $500. And when we go over budget, it makes me feel anxious and stressed because I don't know how we're going to pay the rest of the bills for the rest of the month. Then give a specific way that as a couple, you both can stay on budget. And it's always important to remember that while you are asking for what you need and deserve, you need to remember that your spouse, number one, is not a jerk. They just can't read your mind. And once you explain things to them and you talk to them in a way that they can understand where they don't feel like they're just being like called out or dogged out or if they don't feel that they're being told in an accusatory or demeaning way, then communication is better. And more than likely, they're going to be able to work with you and understand what you're talking about because you communicated to them what you need. So that would be one way to do it. Or if you want to just spend more time with your spouse, then you need to talk to them and maybe say something like, hey, you know, I just think it'd be great if we could do such and such together because I just love being with you or something like that. Instead of saying, well, you think you put everybody above me and I never get to spend time with you and this, that, and the other because it sets the conversation up for a fight rather than a solution. And that's, I guess maybe that's why my mom would always say, Kiana, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Because I was that person. Okay, sometimes I'm still that person. But like I said, life is a journey and we're still working. I was and sometimes I may still be that person. I don't think as much as I used to be, but just depends on who you ask. But yeah, so I was the person who, instead of just saying, hey, can we do such and such, I would bring up everything somebody did because I wouldn't just tell people what I needed from them. I would let it simmer and boil and then get to a point where I'm just so frustrated. I just come toward people in an accusatory way, telling them how I felt. And maybe how I felt was valid, but the way I said it did not give validation to my feelings or even come across as anything. It was just like, wow, she's mad. <laughs> and when people just think you're mad, they're not going to really listen to you because it's like, oh, wow, she's mad. I can't talk to her right now. And that's not what you want to happen for your spouse. What you want is for them to listen to you, understand what you're saying, and together, 
as a couple, you come to a conclusion. You don't want it to be something like where your husband's like, or your wife, like, oh, well, they're mad. I can't talk to them. Or where you're so upset they miss what you're saying because you're upset. You think what you said made them upset. That's not how to do it. So it's important to communicate to our partners what we need from them. And it's important to communicate it in a way that's rational, that they understand, and that they will accept. Now, you know your spouse better than I do, so I don't know what to tell you about how to communicate to them in a way that they understand. But you know them, so you know, hopefully, how to communicate to them in a way that they understand. But the whole purpose is you have to talk. You have to communicate your needs to your spouse, and this will help them to start understanding what you need. And by communicating to them what you need, this will help you start to get what you deserve or need in your marriage or relationship. Remember, you have a right to ask for the things you need in your marriage or relationship. No, let's take that back. You have a responsibility to yourself and to your spouse's significant other to be open clear and honest about what you need in a relationship even though your spouse or partner may know you very well they will never know you as well as you know yourself they can't read your mind they don't know what you think and therefore they may not know how to love or support you emotionally the way that you need them to so this week i want you to remember and i also want to encourage you to ask your spouse or partner for what you need in your relationship okay all right great now the song that we are going to hear today is called fly and it's about a woman who realizes that she deserves more in her relationship only in this song is kind of one of those things where she she realized she deserves more and then she goes about handling the situation and the situation that she chose it may work for some people, because if you're in a dating situation or if you're in an abusive situation, then yeah, you may need to fly, you may need to leave and get out of that situation. But if you're just like in a regular marriage, in a regular situation where you just don't feel like you're getting what you need, then maybe leaving or flying may not be the way to go. But you can start to put on your wings of confidence and courage and your wings of communication and learn how to fly that way by telling your spouse exactly what you need, being able to advocate for yourself and making the marriage better instead of tearing it down. So here is the song, Fly. I love you so much, but all you did is take my heart and play with it. But you never could come through for me So many lies you told me It's hard to believe in you Just 
publishing company that represents all of the music heard here on the show. So thank you so much, Unique Music, for your continued support. I will also like to thank you, the listeners, for listening to me so much every week. I appreciate the fact that you tune in. I appreciate the fact that you download, that you subscribe, that you listen. So guys, thank you so much. If you like this week's episode of the podcast, then please share this week's episode with a friend and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. If you have missed any episodes, you can always visit the Music and Vibes website at musicandvibes.com. Music and Vibes go together as one word, then .com to catch up on any episode that you've missed. Music and Vibes also has a blog that is on the website so if you want to read some of the blogs that we have there feel free to go check it out and also don't forget to join me on fridays for our friday edition of music and vibes called weekend love now i have been sharing tips there and also some amazing ways to reconnect with your spouse or significant other over the weekend so i hope you can join me on this friday so that you can try some of these tips at home i try to do it on friday because you know that's the beginning of the week the weekend and you have saturday and sunday to try these things at home so meet me friday for weekend love we'll talk about some tips and things you can do over the weekend to enhance your marriage now once again guys i have enjoyed myself so much i've enjoyed my time with you and i hope that your day is amazing and as special as you are so until we talk again hopefully friday but until we talk again bye bye and i'll talk to you later (laughs) 